y'all. Good afternoon. <clears throat> good morning, rather. Excuse me. Good morning. Pardon me. I may be a little bit congested because I usually start my morning off with some spice added to my food. Well, I eat spicy food several times a day. You know, um, that's one way that I know that I was most definitely East Indian in a past life because I and or Asian in a past life because um, I'm I eat a lot of spicy food, you know, curry powder, coriander, cumin, you know, thyme, basil, oregano, uh, crushed, crushed red pepper, um, jalapenos. You know, I eat all of the spicy, smoky um spices chipotle you name it scotch bonnet <clears throat> habanero and so um but um the congestion is also related to spiritual communication so i have a brief message it's a channeling about the importance of a woman taking proper care of her internal organs her reproductive organs her body in general but i'm mainly focused on the reproductive organs and i want to go into that because there's a lot of contrary information and if you hear me breathing kind of hard it's because i'm taking in the aroma of some oils right now And if you know, <clears throat> excuse me, metaphysics and aromatherapy and chakra balance, you understand that there are oils that can open up your chakras and activate and balance them. <clears throat> so, before anyone um, wonders where this is coming from, I have... Um, two human inspirations or so-called human which are really god and goddess inspirations now incarnated <clears throat> on the on the corporeal plane in the third dimension as they call it in a 5d in a vessel in a, Merka, in a merkaba or makaba okay um that are responsible for this inspiration so the first person is going to be queen drip alexis k tyler um because she does she has her uh, vagina power series and she drops some deep science when she talks about the metaphysics of sex so she would be the first inspiration the second would be douglas falk where he was talking about douching and cleaning the yoni or the yoni okay or the vagina now uh douglas called uh, douglas falk excuse me is a as a male witch and his elder or mentor was bobby hemmett and as you all have heard me say before, Bobby Hemmett is from South Carolina. He's just a, from like, he's from Mullins. He's from 48 miles where I was born. So shout out to Alexis K. Tyler and Douglas Falk. The information I'm about to share with you is not something that I made up. It's something that came to me by higher powers. And some people may receive it how I'm laying it down some people may not you may have heard uh, this before you may have not heard it before so I cannot provide you a book source for what I'm going to tell you because frankly I'm not aware of any books where this would be written and if it is written then I'm pretty sure those books are hidden okay Or they're off-world, they're not on this planet. So one of the things that happens when women allow men to just recklessly ejaculate in them. Before I get into this, this is for really 18 and older, but you might want to be 21 and older. But if you can wrap your mind around it and you can you can rock with it and you 16 and hey. If you if you like it, I love it. Cool. Disclaimer. <clears throat> this is going to go off world. And that's why I'm going to 
uh, upload this on my channel, Metaphysical Life Mastery, as well as on the Starfire Alchemist, because the Starfire Alchemist is a lot of, there's a lot of off-world channelings coming with the purpose of that channel. And I recognize that it's in singularity with Metaphysical Life Mastery, but it's also slightly different. It's like a little bit deeper, okay? So that's why I'm going to upload this to both. I'm going to just change the intros. I'm going to put the metaphysical intro on this one for this channel. And then I'm going to put the Starfire Alchemist um, intro on for that one. Because it's going to be simultaneously available. When women allow men to ejaculate in them recklessly. What do I mean by recklessly? I mean every time you, you're dealing with a man. You're letting him ejaculate in you. What, what, what is going on here? And see, maybe Elder Bobby Hemet is a spirit god of mine. I don't know. I seem to have a lot of his energy. He's a Sagittarius. I know he's probably got to be a spirit god of Alexis K. Tyler. Because a lot of that science she drops is, is stuff that Bobby Hemet would be saying. Okay. And she's November 27th. And Bobby Hemet's birthday was what? November 28th. I'm November 12th. So I'm 16 days from Bobby Hammond and 15 days from Queen Drip and birthday, even though there's years difference in the age. So what is this going on here with these women doing this, right? Nobody's taught them. Their mothers have not taught them. Their mothers, uh, a lot of their mothers, if they were uh, grew up in the hoodoo tradition or their mothers had some awareness of holistic health, then yes. Their mothers taught them that you need to douche or clean your yoni, your yoni and some other means other than letting it just do its own thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. The reason why you don't let it do its own thing is the same reason why you don't let your mouth do its own thing. Do you just let your mouth clean itself? What do you, what are the organs that are connected to your mouth immediately connected to your mouth? The tongue is an organ because it has sensory perception directly linked to the brain. The tonsils are organs. Okay. The uvula, they don't like to tell you, but I consider that an organ too. You got the thyroid connected there. You got veins, nerves, and lymph vessels that connect directly to your heart down through the neck so that if you have an oral infection or lots of bacterial load in your mouth, you can end up with a heart infection, pericarditis, or endocarditis even. You can also be predisposed to blood clots in the chest cavity, in the thoracic <clears throat> region, because you have high bacterial load, lots of strep, mainly streptococcus B. I am not a doctor, so the things that I'm going to talk about are not from a medical uh, professional basis. The legal disclaimer is in my box. All right. But I'm telling you the channel information and information that I understand about it. So do you let your mouth do its own thing? No. And I'm not telling women that they, if it works for you, don't, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But I'm going to tell you the truth about when you don't fix shit that need to be looked at. Huh? People like to use that term. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. But see, patching a roof is only going to get you through so long before the right storm comes along. Or the right wind gust comes along and blows the patch off or fucks your shit up and gives worse damage than what would have been there had you just addressed it right the first time. Not done a patch, but a full-on repair. Um, That's just an example allegory. So what is this, right? You don't let your mouth do its own thing. You actually brush and you clean your mouth. You clean in between your teeth, you know. You take care of your oral hygiene. The other organ that's very much connected to your mouth is your brain. That's why a lot of people, when they get really, really bad abscesses or wisdom tooth pain or other toothaches, that shit goes where? Straight to your skull. Your teeth are very, very important for your meridian balance in, the, in your head and in the rest of your body. So if you don't allow your mouth to do the do its own thing and cleanse itself, why do you allow your vagina to do it? 
Is it because there is some unspoken fear and people don't like sticking stuff up there and people don't like that don't touch down there and don't look down at that old Negro spiritual bullshit that y'all, a lot of y'all mamas and great grandmamas will tell y'all because they didn't want you exploring your sexuality and they didn't want you to be aware of your anatomy. Now, this is not for all women, but the women that it applies to, it applies to. There were women who were not taught about their bodies and young ladies and um, preteen girls who were not taught about their bodies. And then when they started menstruating, they still weren't properly taught about their bodies. Because the mama didn't want them exploring. Oh, I don't want her to know about that because then she might get, she might stimulate herself. And then, you know, that going to lead to sex and, you know, that going to lead to a baby and, and, and et cetera. But see, they'd rather you not take care of your body and end up with fibroids, unhealthy discharge, mental illness that stems from the womb. Okay, cancers, polyps, cysts imbalance with your hormones and chakra malignment or misalignment malignment because they didn't teach you how to take care of your body they rather you end up with disease that can take you up out of here because they more worry about a baby and some sex so bringing it back around to Women allowing men to just ejaculate in them recklessly. I've never allowed that. When I say recklessly, I mean every time y'all do it, you letting them nut up in you. What the what what fuck they do that at? And I know a lot of women do this shit, but it's nasty as fuck. And I'm going to tell you why it's nasty. Number one, it's nasty because wherever that man's been, you allowing that to go in your most sacred place. You don't know, unless you're married to that man or you're a long-term partner, you don't know where that man has been what he has been taking in and if you are and he has addictions he can create mental illness and problems which within your body because you are taking on his life force okay same thing goes if you're swallowing now that's a different topic i'm going to talk about another time who's sticking with the vaginal region and the reproductive organs right now okay you taking in, like Douglas Fox said, you know, four, five, six times a week, three, four, five times a month, you letting this man ejaculate in you and you're not cleaning that out, baby, you got some problems. You have some problems going on in your body and it may just be that you either don't know where the problems are coming from or you didn't pick up on the symptoms or it could just be that the problems haven't, it hasn't, you know, snowballed to where it's, um, at a place where it's really, really detrimental to you. So, what do I mean by this? When you allow men to ejaculate in you all the time, number one, you're taking on of the blood product, of course, from a man. Because semen is created by what? Life force, blood, blood supply. If a man does not have proper blood supply to his testicles, he cannot, his body cannot generate sperm. It's just like if a woman had a surgery, for example. Um, I'm going to use the example of a popular surgery, which is tubal ligation. There, there is complications that can arise. If a woman gets a tubal ligation, one of the complications that can potentially happen that is usually a part of the consent form for elective tool elective or medically necessary tubal ligation is that they can accidentally snip the wrong vein or artery or damage a vein or artery that feeds the fallopian tubes or feeds the ovary and it can cause that area to die and then it throws off the rest of the woman's system and what it can cause is something called surgical menopause so just like men who don't have proper blood supply and nourishment to their testicles can't produce proper sperm the same can happen for a woman if the blood supply is cut to her fallopian tube or ovary whether it's both sides or one side there is not going to be the regeneration of life which is the the eggs will begin to die the ova will begin to die that sends her into surgical menopause 
the menses or the menstrual period stops because she's then no longer able to produce an egg. So automatically, it don't matter if she's 30 or 20. If she has a tubal ligation and they damage one of those vessels that feeds that area, it's surgical menopause. Automatically, the hormone connection is cut, all right? And the uterus says, okay, we're not getting no more eggs. We, we don't need no more period. Because the reason why the period begins is because it's disposing of the built-up tissue within the uterine cavity that was supposed to be a warm, cozy place of nourishment for the egg. So if the egg is not coming, the body, the uterus is like, okay, egg ain't coming down the pipe no more, or the ovary has shut down, the factory has shut down, power has been shut down to the factory of sorts, and yes, women are born with all the eggs they will ever have, but what, you know, wrought with me in this analogy, it may not be perfect, but I'm trying to make it fit for, simplistics, or for simplicity's sake. Factory shut down, lights is off in the factory, uterus is on alert, like, okay, no more eggs coming. Surgical menopause. That can happen from one ovary being damaged, but usually it won't be just one ovary. Usually if that one ovary is damaged, that puts the overload on the other ovary, and then what can happen is cysts, starts, cysts can start to develop. Now, this is not all the time, I'm just telling you potential potentialities. So when women allow men to ejaculate in them all the time, you're taking on blood product and that is that is where your HIV comes from. Your other um, sexually transmitted diseases of the biological and viral or viral, yeah, the biological sort. Because you can also have sexually transmitted diseases of the uh, spiritual sort or the demonic sort. Spiritu spiritually transmitted or sexually transmitted demons. I'm going to partially address that here too. So when you allow a man to um, ejaculate in you all the time and you do not clean that out, number one, you are allowing a blood product to decay within your body. It is akin to drinking blood. I know you don't want to hear that, but that's what it is. Because like Douglas Falk said, if a man ejaculates in a condom and you tie the condom off, right? And you put it aside, not refrigerated and not frozen. You just put it aside at room temperature for a couple of days and you let it putrefy and break down and decay like a body would break down and decay. It's going to turn to blood. It's going to turn from white or off-white semen to blood. It's going to turn blood red. That is what I'm talking about when I talk about putrefaction of semen in a woman's cavity. So... Do, most black people, right, most women, and it doesn't matter if you're hetero, you know, I'm just talking about women mainly because I'm a woman, but it doesn't matter what your sexual lifestyle is. So most black people don't drink blood. Traditionally, like most black people don't drink blood unless you're in an African nation or certain Latin countries where that is a part of. Um, actually a meal where they can they might drink um, warm goat's blood or warm cow's blood in certain cultures you know notwithstanding situations and special ceremonial um, meals like that usually people don't drink blood so why are you allowing that to just sit in there you're allowing it because a lot of people just don't know any better and they don't think about it like this the other thing you got to be concerned about is not just that decay because it's not being cleaned out. You're taking on ancestral karma from that individual. And if you're married to him, I know that, yes, your vows probably said, you know, if you were married in the Americas, I can't speak for vows in other nations, but it probably said if it was a Christian marriage. Or one traditionally at the justice of peace, you know, in sickness and hell to death do you part and all of that. But you don't consider their ancestral karma when you take them vows, do you? But when you allow him to heap teaspoons and teaspoons and teaspoons and teaspoons of semen within you and you don't ever clean that out, guess what? That's going into your bones. So you're carrying around his karmic debt with you at all times. It's also uh, binding to your DNA. One of the main force fields and portals in a woman's body is the uterus. That's why back in the old days they called it hysteria, hysteros, connected to the uterus. Hysterectomy is removal of the uterus surgically. So 
a lot of people would say back in the day that if a woman was having mental problems, it was because of her uterus being out of balance or something being wrong with it. And they will automatically take the uterus out thinking that solved the problems. For some people it did, for some people it didn't. So see, a lot of women are walking around with low self-esteem because they have taken on the semen of a man who had low self-esteem. A lot of women are walking around with arthritis because they have taken on semen and not cleaned it out and it's seeped into the womb, which is one of the main portals in the body, as I said, goes into the bloodstream, settles in the joints. What is arthritis? Arthritis is technically mucus in the joints, right? But it can also be osteoarthritis where the cartilage is worn down and it's bone on bone. What is one of the ways this happens to women? Through allowing an acidic product. Think about this for a minute. Like I said, this information ain't going to likely be in no books <laughs> that you've heard of or read. Think about it for a moment. You got a bone on bone arthritic condition. <laughs> Pardon me. Your bones are, your cartilage is not bolstered enough to keep your bones lubricated. Part of the joint is not just the cartilage to buffer impact as you move, as your skeleton moves. Part of the joint is also synovial fluid. Okay. I haven't checked, but I would bet that synovial fluid, the pH of synovial fluid is probably opposite to the pH of semen. I haven't checked, but I would bet that it's probably opposite. So when I say that it's settling in the joints and affecting the joints, also think of it as brittle joints because usually people with arthritis or osteoarthritis have brittle joints that fracture easily or the neck of the bone. For example, the neck of the femur right below the head of the femur where it fits into the hip joint, the neck of the femur, that is a common place where fractures occur in women who have osteoarthritis and osteoporosis. Why? How does it become fragile? It's not just because someone was drinking sodas and the phosphoric acid from the sodas affected their bones and threw off the pH, affected their blood, which then affected their bones, which then threw off the pH, which, which then weakened and leached calcium, okay, from their bones. It wasn't just that. It wasn't just low calcium intake. It wasn't just not getting enough vitamin D uh, and not getting enough sunlight and not having enough exercise. Yes, there are a lot of mitigating factors, but I'm talking about you letting niggas and men nut up in you. Really, you should only be allowing that for procreation. Okay? And for certain spiritual purposes. If y'all are not trying to have a baby, I really don't see the purpose of you allowing a man to ejaculate in you. Other than maybe you like the way it feels. And maybe he liked the way it feels. But other than that, that's not a that's not a legitimate liking the way it feels is not a legitimate reason, in my opinion, to risk your health like that. I'm not telling you what to do. I'm just telling you the science. You make your own decision on what you want to do and how you want to move. I'm telling you, I don't do it. All right. Uh, so when we think about osteoarthritis and osteoporosis, this is, a, this is literally a case of weakening of bones, leaching of calcium. How does calcium get leached? It gets leached by what? Acid, right? Okay. The vagina is acidic. The semen is alkaline. Those don't go together. This is why some women end up with bacterial vaginosis because they've allowed a man to ejaculate within them. And it could be his diet. It could be smoking. It could be alcohol. It could be just a spiritual thing where y'all chemistry don't mix. He could need to rebalance some things in his diet. Um... Everybody's different. But in my opinion, semen can have a detrimental effect on a woman's bones. If the man does not have a good diet and is not of a high vibration, etc., etc., etc. It can also have a detrimental effect on her womb. When we talk about atoms and molecules, we're talking about nanotechnology. 
So when you are accepting another man's semen, like I shared before, which came from Mother Wisdom Tree, when a man ejaculates in a woman and it goes into her womb, even if she has a child at a later date by another man, that, that child will still have DNA attributes, genetic attributes from that prior man and from those prior men, depending on how long the period was that passed. So when we talk about molecules and atoms, this is another reason why I say you're made up of all of the constellations because those molecules and atoms and the uh, elemental makeup of certain minerals, minerals that are present in semen and other uh, fluids, you take that into your body, that also connects you to certain star systems and constellations. So see, you have to be careful with this stuff if you really, really care about your spiritual well-being in your body. Because is that man that you land with and allowing a nut in you um, a demonic species from Zeta Reticuli? Is he a reptilian? Is he a Draco? Is he this? Is he that? Do you know? You don't know. But it would be in his genes. It would be in his DNA. So then what happens is he inserts that into you. It's like getting an injection, a shot. What are the what is the molecular makeup of what's in that shot? Because it's going to embed itself in every part of your body. That is also how it can affect mental health. Allowing men to ejaculate in you affects your mental health, not just spiritually, but physically. Because you are taking on molecular data, nanotechnology from him and from his generations and his ancestors. If one, for example, can, I've heard people talk about this, right? I think it was KRS Astrology that talked about this, how wearing other people's clothes and wearing other people's shoes can give you the energy of those people, and it does. Um, he was talking about how he put on his, I want to say it was like his brother's blazer, and his brother always wants to smoke, smoke cigarettes. He said he put on his brother's blazer and all of a sudden he wanted to smoke cigarettes. And he don't like cigarettes. Uh, somebody else, I think he said something about shoes. That that's a belief in East India. I don't know what part of India KRS's people are from. But that's a belief in India that people's shoes, wearing their shoes, makes you walk their path. Makes you actually become them. That is that, that's where that old saying comes from. Walk a day in, walk in my shoes. Or spend a day in my shoes. Okay, become me. That's why you, so if that can happen by wearing material objects, what more can it happen with allowing somebody to inject you with their genetic, with their genetic material all the time? You don't know what contact you're, they're coming in with, uh, you know, other people. You're allowing them to inject you repeatedly with genetic material. And then you wonder why your chakras are off and your mind is not settled and then you got anxiety and you got this and you got that and, you know, you're suspicious and you're jealous and, you know, you're obsessive. You're obsessive because this man just gave you a nanotech injection of his shit from however many lifetimes past. You're obsessed because you've just taken on, you know, um, a DNA binding spell. Yes, that's what I called it because that's what it is. You have taken on being bound down to the nanotechnology level, nanotech level, the, the nanometer, nanometer level. Is that person uh, somebody that you want to keep around like that? Because I'm telling you, you allow, you allow them to ejaculate in, them, in you if you want to, and you will have a hard time getting rid of that individual. And I'm going to also tell you that if your vibration is of the divine feminine sort, even if they don't ejaculate in you and they just wear a condom, you're still going to have a hard time getting rid of them. They'll still be obsessive a lot of times. Now, you have people that don't get, that don't turn out like that, but that's not, uh, that's the exception. That's not the rule. So people that excuse me, become elitist, talking about, well, I don't like this sign, and I don't like that sign, but you was taking in the nut of that nigga you was fucking, and he has all the signs, 
and he's connected to all the uh, constellations and therefore by default you are connected to all the constellations and systems and bloodlines you are by default connected to all the bloodlines that he's connected to so see that's why i said watch that racism shit that comes that prejudice that racist prejudice that comes along with a lot of black conscious folk where they don't like white people or non-black people or they don't like this one they don't like that when they only rock with you know skin folk like i said like a lot of people say all skin folk ain't kin folk but they only rock with people that look like them you got to be careful with that because you might have just been uh fucking a bitch and sending your DNA into a bitch that's got a bloodline that you don't even like. But you get up publicly and you talk about you don't like it. You don't like how the white man do you on your job. But the bitch got a father who's half white, for example. What are you talking about? You, you've impregnated her and merged systems with her. You've merged your ship, your Merkaba, and docked with her station. What are you doing? <laughs> You're not thinking about it on this level. I don't expect you to think about it on this level. That's what people like me are here for. When I talk about, like on my old my video that I did a couple months ago about Freemasons coming after the high priestess, especially around the full moon. That is a form of galactic conquering. Meaning, them trying to sleep with her, getting with her on the astral, etc. I told you about three different Masons that came after me. In a two-day period right next to a full moon. And guess what? My menstrual cycle is synced up with the full moon. It always comes a couple days right before the full moon. So was that a coincidence that they just came in right when the portal was opening? No, it wasn't. This is blood magic, y'all. That's what when you're allowing these men <laughs> to just ejaculate in you whenever, wherever, however. That is blood magic. That is blood ritual. Bomba clot. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm not Jamaican, but I'm just saying. That's blood ritual. Blood in, blood out. And then women wonder why they start having psychological problems and even fertility problems or other reproductive problems. And if it's not even the reproductive system, a lot of times it'll be the heart. Their physical heart will begin to have trouble or their circulatory system the blood system in their body will become problematic because they've laid with a man that was just absolutely fucking toxic and maybe they didn't realize it lucifer comes as a good looking man you can be with an absolute devil and he can be in a good body he can be very nice he can be very charming he can know the science and talk the talk and walk the walk you got to be very careful out here as far as the cleansing goes, I'm for it in moderation. I don't think you need to overdo it, but I don't agree with letting sperm and, you know, I don't agree with letting semen just sit there and rot. And you can't say, oh, it just comes out. It doesn't all come out. When you, okay, imagine it like this. So you got hundreds of millions of sperm in each ejaculation, right? Let's just use an example, wild card number 500 million. And women like to say, oh, it comes out naturally. The vagina is self-cleaning. The vagina is not perfectly self-cleaning by itself, despite what doctors might tell you, because it's a mucous membrane. And what is a mucous membrane? If you Google the biology of a mucous membrane, I'm talking about the vaginal, vaginal canal. It's made of mucous membranes. Okay. They weep and discharge fluid as needed and it's very very permeable if you think of a mucous membrane think of like cheesecloth that's how permeable it is it's the same type of mucous membrane that is in the intestine right so for example if you swallow poison do they tell you oh don't spit it up we're not gonna pump your stomach we're not gonna give you no activated charcoal because it's just gonna clean itself out naturally because because your body can take care of the poison 
Okay, well, no, it just doesn't work like that because your stomach is also lined with mucous membranes. Yes, they produce hydrochloric acid, etc., for digestion, but your intestines are mucous membranes. So, same for the vagina. It's not just going to clean itself out because as soon as that semen hits a hydrophilic surface, like a mu mucous membrane, the skin is also hydrophilic, meaning water loving. As soon as sperm or semen hits that surface, and, it's the, and because it's the opposite pH, there's a binding that occurs, okay? Polarities. Now, this may not match up to what you know scientifically because science is wrong about a lot of shit. I'm well-versed in biology. Consider becoming a biologist. I've done all the high-level classes up to high-level microbiology human anatomy and physiology, etc. Um, but I'm not a biologist, so I'm just telling you, that is a hydrophilic surface. The vaginal canal is a hydrophilic surface, just like the skin. So as soon as the semen is in there, it's being absorbed. That's why you can't just say, oh, it cleanses itself. It's already being absorbed because there's an automatic binding that occurs. It's opposite polarities, negative and positive, acidic and alkaline. Those are opposites, plus and minus. Look on the pH scale and see how acidity is on one end and alkalinity is on the other end. So when they come together, there's a binding that occurs just like opposite ends of a magnet, negative and positive. Two positive poles will not connect, okay, like that. But two neg well, a negative and a positive will. They, two positive poles will repel each other. So that's why you can't just use the science. It cleanses itself. Does your mouth cleanse itself? Does your bladder cleanse itself? Or do you have to actually empty it? Okay. Does your blood cleanse itself? Technically, it's cleansed by the liver and the kidneys and other, like, other, you know glands like the lymph nodes and things like that but still <laughs> you still have to take care of your body to make sure that those organs are functioning at an optimal weight at an optimal level so when it comes to semen pardon me here's the other thing that's channeled you allowing a man to ejaculate in you like I talked about polarity. That semen carries his father's DNA and his mother's and other ancestors, right? You allow that to go in you and stay in you and bind, right? And not clean it out. And then you allow multiple snowballing effects to occur where it happens more than once. Even once is enough, but I'm just saying more than once, especially over a short period of time. What can happen is, and I, like I said, this is channel. You're not probably not going to hear this in no book, and you might not hear from nobody else's mouth. What can happen is you take on the attributes of his mother, and you take on the attributes of his father, but most especially the father, because of the level of testosterone. So then what happens is you can end up attracting men just like his father, just like him. Now, if he's a detrimental male or a distorted male, then that's a problem. If his father was a distorted male, narcissistic, my way or the highway type of dude, you know, a rolling stone, slick and sly and cheat a lot, you know, an old shaft nigga. If his father was like that, if you're not very, very careful with your energetic cleansing and your physical cleansing and your um, spiritual health, you will attract a man that might not necessarily just been like the dude that you slept with, but been like his daddy. Hormones are very, very important when it comes to spirituality. And metaphysics, of course, the occult also. That's one of the reasons why adrenochrome is so important to those people, those powers that be. And not just any adrenochrome, youthful adrenochrome. Because it's a hormone. That's also why they like to... Um, I've heard of other glands being eaten because of the hormones in other glands too. I also want to overemphasize to you the importance of 
your uterus because we yes many of us have heard of Henrietta Lacks the lady that they got stem cells from and created lots of different um, modalities and medicines from her body they may have actually uh, cloned whole human beings from her I don't know um, what you have to be careful with is your uterus because women that have had elective abortions or even accidentally lost a child you need to be very careful as mother wisdom tree is also said about your placenta and about your uterus in general you need to be careful about letting them take biopsies unnecessarily now if you have a medical condition and you need a biopsy you need the care get it okay but when we talk about elective abortions a lot of times what they're doing is consuming tissue now I'm not trying to gross anybody out they're consuming tissue and then black and brown people wonder why they keep having the upper hand over you over us over people they you wonder why they have so much magical ability it's because they're literally eating the stock that you are made of eating the stock that your children and your children's children and that your children's children's children would be made of do you know what kind of power is in the blood see the power the life is in the blood like the bible said so you wonder why they live so long you wonder why they get rich quick well maybe it's that they have taken some tissues and ingested it and not just gotten rich quick because they're white or they got this status or they got this education or they got this connection no they got rich because they consume the blood of all of your ancestors and I'm not talking about slavery listen carefully to what I just said they consumed the blood of all of your ancestors because it came from who a woman the tissue came from who? A woman. So that holds all of the children and all of the blood and all of the connection going back however long. There are certain wealth rituals and rituals that many of us who are into the occult and understand high level magic know you can only get that done with blood, baby. They ain't gonna take nothing else and you can't burn it ain't no you can burn a truckload of incense it ain't gonna matter if it ain't blood you can't get it done it's true I talked about women allegedly certain types of women laying with black men to get that magical power from that that wand that magic stick that staff that staff that Gandalf carried yeah that's a phallic symbol the obelisk there are certain women that only want to get with you for your magical power and your manifesting ability they don't care nothing about your black skin yeah they care that it's black because it's powerful or brown whichever they care about it because it's melanated, yes, but they don't give a fuck about you. They only want to get what they're getting out of you. And the evidence in this is you get with a bitch and she start doing better than you. She's only with you, especially if she's the treacherous type and comes off kind of selfish and shit. She's only with you because of what your wand can do for her. Now, if y'all going, y'all going up to going up to the top together, that's different, because that means you are doing the so-called primordial dance together, and you're meshing well, you're you're equally yoked. That's different. I'm talking about men that end up in a poorhouse because they was fucking some bitch, and then all of a sudden, as soon as they break up with the chick, she got a brand new house, brand new car, and a six-figure job. Where the fuck that shit come from when you met her ass in the trailer park? Where, where do you think she got it from? She got it from you. She got it from you and all of your ancestors because she probably took some of your semen. And even if she did not save it as in, in 
a material uh, um, jar, a container, uh, you know, a test tube or something like that. She used it to manifest. She called in the blood. She called on the bloodline and the spirits of all your ancestors. And see, you got to understand that even if these people pretend they don't know, they fucking know y'all. And even if they really, really don't know like that and they're not well read and they're not connected they they appear not to be connected but i'm telling you there's spirits that work with them that are connected there's spirits that been hunting you for lifetimes baby i know because i got them after me they've been after me for lifetimes like i told you about you know in the high priestess uh video about the freemasons you know there's there's brotherhoods that are sending these men after you ladies there's there's sororities that are sending these ladies after you guys, okay? Be very careful. You know, you, you wonder why. Hold on, let me uh, clear my throat. Hold on. You wonder why Hellenistic Greek sororities have sister groups. This is not just for camaraderie and, oh, you know, the sister to the omegas is the deltas this is not just camaraderie baby this is magic okay they want the deltas to marry an omega that's why you often find deltas married to omegas or if they're not married to omegas they go after either omega they actually try to date omega brothers or they find themselves lusting after and being uncannily drawn to an omega brother or an omega potential even if the man's not actually an omega yet or not an omega they still find themselves being uh, um obsessively drawn to that man and a lot of times it's definitely true for a man who is a mason so if you have a man who's a mason and you have a woman who's in a sorority it's very highly likely that they will end up together. Now, there are Masons who are with women who are not in sororities and who are not Eastern stars, who are not Alpha, I mean, excuse me, AKAs, you know, Zetas, Sigma Gamma Rows, etc. But I'm talking about black fraternities and sororities. I don't really, I mean, I know about the Caucasian or non-black ones, but I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the black blood, okay? The black blood, AKA the blue bloods. You know, they do like to talk about the Blue Bloods and the 13 Bloodlines and shit, the Merovingian Kings. But, see, we were the original Blue Bloods. We, I repeat, we were the original Blue Bloods. That's why, like Mother Wisdom Tree said and other people have witnessed, their skin was blue-black. You can tell my skin's ruddy and light because you can see that redness coming through that's that copper coming through red iron ore copper that's from ancestors of egypt and down into indigenous americas down into the south america region etc you can also see the yellow undertones which is asian all right i have an asian woman's body type but i got it I got a booty like a black girl, okay? <laughs> so my body size is like an Asian woman. But I have thighs and legs like a black girl. I'm just slim. And I'm short. I'm 5'2", you know? So um, you will see that you have multiple bloodlines within you. So when people come to lay with you or they express interest in, interest in you, even if you're celibate, it's not usually just a coincidence. It's not, oh, he just being friendly child and we met on blackpeoplemeet.com and he just cool as fuck and he owns, you know, a barbershop and I can take my son there to get haircuts. Baby, you better look deeper into that. There is too much cosmic energy out there and within people for y'all to meet by coincidence. I don't believe in coincidence. Ever since I started learning about psychology and in the deeper realms of spirituality and metaphysics and the occult, I know there's no such thing as coincidence. That man probably knew you in a past life, especially if y'all become 
very, very close friends or romantically involved, that man knew you in a past life. And he had a blood tie to you then because y'all probably slept together then. So he was able to then, his spirit was able to find you somewhere else in the world. That's why I said you can only get certain things done with blood. There are voodoo rituals where what do you have to use in order to find a person on the map? They can be anywhere in the world, right? You need a sample of their blood. Somebody with their DNA. Or preferably you need their blood, but you need somebody with their DNA, a direct descendant of them, to find them on the map. That's a voodoo ritual. See, because the blood cries out. Just like when the first so-called first murderer uh, killed his brother Abel and the Most High said, um, Cain, where's your brother? I don't know where Cain, I don't know where Abel at, I don't know, you know. Uh, you're lying to me, Cain, because his his blood has already cried out to me and told me what you did. See, the Bible is a magic book, it's a grimoire. It tells you a lot if you know where to look and you know how to decode it and one of the ways you decode it is having a really, really strong connection with Source. Because Source will point out the lies in there too. You know, the misinformation, the dogma that's totally unfair. You know, the subjugation of the Divine Feminine yet simultaneous upliftment of her. You know, the, the Holy Spirit is like one of the main archetypes and energies of the Bible in the Apocrypha. And yet they tell you stuff like, Paul's raggedy ass. Yes, Apostle Paul was a raggedy motherfucker and I have no respect for him because he was an enemy of women. So don't come to me about Paul and what Paul said. Paul, aka Saul of Tarsus, was a jackleg preacher in my book. Jackleg, not qualified to lead, not qualified to stop his motherfucking drinking and ranting and his psychotic episodes. He couldn't control himself. So I know he not he not out here trying to control women, but this is what they gave us. So fuck it. That's what they gave us. See. Wanna tell us, shut out, sit down, be quiet. We don't want to hear that shit because you a woman. Okay. See, the Bible has lies in it. And they got people up there posing. As if they telling you some good shit, but they not. So see, that's why I don't fuck with Hebrew Israelite. Because they, they, they promote that bashing of women. Yet they actually consult women for the information they need. The same Paul that says, shut up, women don't talk. Was the same Paul talking about, I spoke to the Holy Spirit. Or the Holy Spirit spoke to me. Well, the Holy Spirit is the divine feminine. The fuck she want to talk to you for? You told her to shut up and be quiet. The Holy Spirit, aka the, aka the Divine Feminine, is in, is in all divine women. So how did you speak to her and get anything out of her, for real, for real, if you told her to shut up? We don't permit you to speak because we're men, and we have balls, and we have a penis, and, and we just fuck up the world in war, and pillage, and commandeer, and run over people, and we tell you to shut up because we're men, and we have strong bones, and we have hard chests, and it's... Uh, hear me roar and you need to be quiet but yet if it wasn't for a woman the majority of y'all men would be fucking dead right now and you know it if it wasn't for a woman the majority of y'all men would be dead and, and roaming the streets like motherfucking zombies on the walking dead that's how that's how the majority of men would be if it wasn't for a woman Walking around in rags, shoes, dragging ass, dragging feet, like them zombies do on The Walking Dead. Dragging feet with holes in their shoes, okay? Ain't brushed their teeth, ain't washed their ass, just trying to get something to eat, you know? Trying to break up in somebody's house and fuck up somebody else's shit. Trying to take a bite out of somebody else because they're savages and sadistic. That's how most men would be if it wasn't for women. Keeping them in check. There has to be balance. <laughs> there has to be balance all right even thor had to be uh challenged by his sister hella h-e-l-a who for whom hell is named for 
Hell is a Norse Viking word, an old Norse word, H-E-L. They added a second L onto it. But hell is a Norse uh, creation in, in the mythos, in the, Norse, in the Norse mythos. So even Hela had to come and show Thor like, hey, I know you've been running the show, big brother. You and Loki, my little brother. But I still have to challenge you. Because you're all about the light and I have to be about the dark. I still have to show you the that primordial dark goddess womb energy. And still have to come and destroy and fuck up shit. Because you just can't keep building and building and building and building and building. And you and your little Avengers buddies can't just be warring and going across the damn cosmos. Thinking you're going to put all the enemies in check. I still have to show you that there has to be some balance to what you build. You can't build so much that you don't tear nothing down. So, see, they show you this stuff all the time in comics, novellas, books, media, and so on and so forth. So, I come to the end of my transmission about this right here. Um, I will have other transmissions about this, but um, for right now, this is all I was told to say. So, I appreciate y'all listening, and I will talk with you soon. I am not sure if I will have any more uploads this week. If it is this week, it'll probably be towards the weekend. Um, if it is this week. If it's not this week, it'll be next week. All right. Uh, this was an impromptu message that really was inspired by Thoth Otley. Yes, God of Egypt, Thoth. And Thoth don't really say much to me. Um, Thoth is a... Thoth, if, if, if any of you have ever connected with Thoth, Thoth is uppity as fuck. <laughs> He's uppity. And rightly so. He don't, he don't just, you know, be disseminating information and talking to any and everybody. So, but I understand this was his energy coming through here. Um, for some reason, um, I'm picking up Al Green's energy. Why would I be picking up Al Green's energy right now? Meaning the singer, Al Green's. I'm so tired of being alone. <laughs> Why am I picking that up right now? Is that something? Was somebody that listening to me right now, recently listening to that song or heard that song, I just picked up Al Green in my spirit. Just heard it. Just saw his face. A matter of fact, I saw one of his album covers. And I heard his name. And then I heard that song just now. You know who else? Rick James. Y'all know Rick James was a sexy mother lover, right? Right? Rick James' energy has been coming back through, and I never did do Rick James' readings. And it was it's okay because it wasn't meant for me to do, but we're going to look in on him, too, when he's ready. I told y'all earlier this year, like almost a year ago in January, that Rick James' spirit was coming around. Well, I saw him in my mind's eye yesterday. And I wasn't going to say anything about it, but his energy just came up again when I said Al Green. I don't know, maybe Al Green was a muse, like was Rick James a fan of Al Green? I don't know. I think he might have been, I don't know. Um, there's a lot of things that I get messages about and I channel that I don't have actual tangible evidence for. And like I said, I got to write a lot of you back. I just haven't been in the writing mood. Um, and, that, and that's how changeable spiritual energy is. It's like sometimes I just have to relay verbally the information. And then other times I'm in the energy of typing and writing. Um, and that's why it's going to be important for me to write papers too. Coming up here soon. Or at least create a blog. Use my blog. I have a blog. I don't use it. Uh, it's going to be important for me to start doing that and, and disseminating more written. But I get more, I get more drained when I write, y'all. I don't know why. I just do. I it, it like sucks. I mean, I love writing. I'm very good at writing. I was writing master's degree papers, and I do not have a master's degree. You know, I don't have any degrees. In fact, yet. But I was writing master's degree papers for people and getting A's on them. Psychology papers at that. Psychology and education papers. Masters in ed and masters in psych papers. Okay. Uh, for people and getting A's on them. 
so I'm a, a great writer, but it drains me. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of energy. So that's why sometimes I'm right quick, quick, quick on the response, and then other times take me a couple days to write back. No disrespect to y'all. That's just how my energy is variable. Variable. We're going to talk more about these kinds of things. Do not underestimate, excuse me, do not underestimate the ability of a person's blood to carry poison for you. That's the closing message. Do not underestimate the ability of a person's blood to be poison to you and to carry poison for you. Okay. All right. 